Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, and uh, filling in for Barry the Boater, uh, right now at least, is Jerry the Diver Guy. Yes, he is a potential boater in the works. Uh, Barry, I don't know if he's, uh, he might be a little bit under the weather, because I think he just got his second COVID shot, and uh, well, we, we all know him, if you've heard him previously on the World of Boating, as being a wuss! And I say, I say that, yeah. I hope he's not in the hospital or nothing. You no, say I, that lovingly, though, right? I do. We kid. We're we're uh, you know, uh, we're um, I don't know. We're we're a crew that kind of bust each other's you know, uh, chops, nether regions when necessary <laughs> to keep them in line, right? So uh, don't who knows? Bust my nether regions. Please. Okay. Well, you, that's why we're virtual. So Mike the Mariner, you're safe. Uh, but, um, but we're going to talk about, uh, Jerry's situation here initially anyway, so we don't need Barry. Hey, and who knows? He might, uh, he might come back to us before the end of the show. It's, it's anyone's guess. Um, but we got to pick up where we left off last week, or at least where we started talking about it. He, you know, Jerry wasn't here and he heard that we were talking about him, uh, specifically that Captain Patrick was not a big fan of his, uh, Boat of choice. Uh, care to bring everyone up to speed there, Patrick? What do you think? No. Okay, thank you. Well, what <laughs> you were saying was that uh, there was a 20, I think a 22-foot boat that you thought yeah. would be perfect for Jerry Absolutely. the Diver Guy. Uh, you've got that exactly right, except for the boat size. Okay, um, what was and, it? And, and the fact that I said it would be exactly right. Other than that, Everything you said is quasi-factual. Okay, well, fill us in. I, I gave you the shot, and you just didn't take it. Right. Well, it was it was this boat yeah. that um, one of my dealers had listed for sale. Right. How and big it, was it? Get to it, Patrick. Let's uh, go. I, I believe that was about a 25-foot walk-around okay. cutty. All right. Okay. Outboard power, Yamaha. Got it. Uh, with a T-top and... The I sent it to Barry. I think Barry sent it to Jerry. Jerry yes, said it was did. too. Jerry yeah. said it was too small. Right. And what What my comment was is you've got to see the possibilities for a boat like that, which mm-hmm. is if you put an enclosure on it, so from the hard top aft, and you completely enclose the aft cockpit, which right. is a very large aft cockpit on that boat. Yeah. You've got the cabin down below. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're in a uh, marina, if that's where you're keeping the boat, you're probably not using the facilities on your boat anyway, meaning okay. the head system, okay. which means you're, go- you're going to shower and right. use the bathroom at the marina. All so right. Well, you what, said all this last week, and Jerry well, that's what and you every- wanted me to well, say. Well, I said bring us up to speed. You don't have to do the whole show <laughs> that's over what again. What doing? Oh, jeez. Can't y'all just feel the love? I'm telling you what. Yeah. You know, I do exactly what the man asked for. Yeah, then, yeah. He, then he busts my chops. I thought I you could do exactly this in thirty seconds instead of redo the whole show because everybody's heard it. Uh, I said, uh, Jerry, I said Barry okay, quiet already. No, I Jerry, said Barry 
Yeah, has he sold you? Has he uh, changed your view of whether or not that would be a good option for you? I I respect him very much for yeah. what he has done. Yes. Yeah. But I, you know, this is going to be a future home for me. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I love to have friends over. I mm-hmm. love to I love to get out and 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 see and do and and have room to move and to live on. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. twenty two foot. Ain't gonna 25. do it. It's not. It's 25. not gonna happen. Okay, okay twenty-five. Now, uh, now hold on. I, now the first time we had this conversation, and I could be wrong, but chances are I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I don't I don't I don't believe the conversation centered around this eventually being something that you were going to live on. It was something that you were going to come down to every month or so to spend no, that, time that, on. Yeah, that that is correct. Okay. But if so, you so listen to what was said, I am looking to make that transition later on to living on it full time. Right. Okay. And plus, that's he, why he, I wanted at least thirty-four foot. You know, something with size on. Yeah. It. Well, I'll Jerry transition over into it later on. And we said this last week. Jerry uh, is very accommodating to his guests, like me. And I, and you know, he said it himself. Mm-hmm. He goes, "I want to have people on." You know, he, obviously, he's talking about me, right, Jerry? Just say oh, yes. Sure. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'll be more than happy to have you, Patrick. <laughs> right. Mike, oh, me? Oh, matter oh. to me? Yeah. Yeah, Jerry. What is your time frame for making the transition to coming to live on this boat more full time than part time? Well, I would have said at least a year and a half, but things has changed. <laughs> Probably <laughs> less than uh, quicker than yeah, six to seven so, months. Okay, probably. so, so those basically, warrants, those uh, finally rent, came through. No, rent is uh, due, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh hell, rent, I got to get yeah. the hell out of Dodge." <laughs> All right, Mike the Mariner, what say you? Yeah, I mean, I, I've always, from the very beginning, thought you should be in the 35 to 40-foot boat range. Yep. Because here, here's the thing. That's I need space. You, that's not what you texted me, Mike. <laughs> oh, jeez. You, you, te- you texted me that Jerry was out of his mind and we should put him in a 25-foot boat. I've got the text. <laughs> I did. Oh, boy. You, you I did almost not. absolutely sir. Don't change your tune now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, here's the thing. Um, even though, you know, you're going to be in a marina and you can technically use the marina's facilities and things like that, you're going to want a boat that has the capability to accommodate you if you don't. And, you know, 35 is the minimum, I think, in my, in, in my opinion. Um, the other big thing, you talked about needing space. You know, a 25-foot boat has an 8.5-foot beam. Almost all 25-foot boats have an 8.5-foot beam. Yeah. And that's not – that's just – that's. Just not a lot of room. I want and, more space. Okay, again, yeah. <laughs> my my suggestion was based on the fact that it was okay. Jerry all right. was not hold, hold looking up. at uh, living on this. I understood, Patrick. Get over it. Let's move on and talk about what uh, Jerry wants to get. Well, if she Jerry wished. would be more forthcoming with what oh, he who cares? Wants well, he's, and that's why he's here. Is, I uh, could help him. Okay. Well, now you know that's not big enough. Let's just move on to right, talk Jerry, about what he you're wants. Def- you're looking for a thirty-five to forty-foot boat. That's got facilities on board that you could use because technically the marina may not, you may not want to use those according to Mike. Hmm. Depends on what marina you're in. Yeah. True. You know, not, not all marinas are equal. Look, you they, okay. they all have bushes. You can TP <laughs> the toilet like crazy, you know. Well, that's true. 
You could do that yeah. if you want to, or you could use your own facilities in your vessel. And, and I believe uh, Jerry told me this week that the the vessel that Mike the Mariner brought up well, was uh, he wanted more information on it. So is that uh, boat still available, uh, Mike, or do you know? What do you know about that? It's it's technically, the, the one I was talking about is technically not quite for sale yet. I'm yeah. actually <laughs> looking at it. It's down, down at the other end of the dock. The, yeah. the guy's doing some work to it. Uh-huh. Uh, the engines are done. It's got to do some uh, generator work and then uh, some cosmetics. But um, there's so many boats out there that you could find. It just, if you, if you, put a budget together and then do do the right search i mean you can find really good really good boats in that size range mm-hmm. um and but i wouldn't this, be afraid of age either well you know? this guy that you that has worked on the engines and done that you're expecting that mm-hmm. he's going to put that up for sale he's kind of told you this or what yes okay yeah i do expect it to go up for sale well, let's, but, let's, you, but but my guess is you'll probably you could find a boat in the next few weeks um comparable just as good or comparable oh absolutely yeah Yeah. well let's just talk the specifics about that one though uh just so he has an idea of what we're talking about and what you think it would go for so that one is what what'd you say 34 maybe is that right i think it's a 36 36 Um, okay i think it's a 36 or a 35 main ship and it's an older boat like a like a early 90s vintage um Mm -hmm. planing hull so it's not it's not one of the main ship trawlers Okay. That, I mean, matter of fact, Jerry mentioned that it, this week too. He didn't want that, a trawler that, that bottom. Is correct. I do not. That is the one specific thing I do not want a trawler bottom. All right, Mike. Is, yeah. this, is this a V drive, straight shaft, or stern drive? I think it is a V drive. I have not been in the engine room, but it's definitely inboard. So All right. It's either so. It's either straight shaft or uh, V drive. All right, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, he's listening. Go. Do, do you have any experience with split controls? Some, not not a whole, whole lot. I mean. But he's I'm willing to learn it. trial by error. Yeah, yeah he'll, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll her learn on Mike's boat. <laughs> Look, hey, I'll I, teach you. I, Actually, I can adapt guy, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Look, I sold a 34-foot uh, Cruisers International with uh, twin 454s and split controls to a guy that has never owned a boat before. And uh, he's doing fine with it. Well, there uh, you go. You know, All right. He went out and practiced. He did exactly what I told him to do. I said, have someone experienced on the boat with you and go out into the basin and spin it in circles. And and uh, he, he's he's still on this dock now. My old boat's right down the dock here. Hey, he, I, he I'll tell you what. Like a champ. I've known Jerry for years, and he can learn a lot. Uh, I think that's how you're saying it in Hillbilly. Is that right, Jerry? Close it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got more coming up on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we now return to night boat the crime solving boat faster night boat we've got to catch those starfish poachers you don't have to yell michael i'm all around you Oh, no, the headed for land. We'll never catch him now. Incorrect. Look, a canal. Oh, night boat, go! Oh, every week there's a canal. Or an inlet. Or a fjord. Quiet! I will not hear another word against the boat. I was young, I was dry, but to sail I would go. One hour on the water, I was soaked down below. Though I tried, I couldn't hide from my mother's piercing view. But all she would say was, a big boy like you. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, and Jerry the Diver Guy. Uh, filling in for Barry the Boater this week, at least for now. Uh, as he's on the search for a new vessel, um, you know, depending on what the power source is, I, I mean, I think he can learn it. Uh, Patrick has concerns about whether or not he can do a that, dual no, throttle that, or what. That is not what well, I Well, just said. go, go, I, just I, answer me. What is I it just, then? Jeez. I, I asked him if he had experience. I didn't say I had concerns. I just said, have you done this before? Okay, so has he addressed those concerns? You feel comfortable that he can handle that then now? I, I have done those before, Patrick. Okay, all right. So you feel yeah, good I, about I'm that? I'm looking out for Jerry, that's all. I'm, okay, I'm well, trying to help him. Well, what, what do you think he should get then, Patrick? Would, I mean, does he need well, to take I, that into consideration or not? If he's looking at a boat like that, he's probably not going to have a choice unless he goes with stern drive. And for the waters he's going to be in and it being a liveaboard, 
I would probably, no pun intended, steer him away from a stern drive versus a straight shaft or a V drive just because of more moving parts, bellows hoses, which even if you're bottom painting, even if you're bottom painting the aluminum casing and you're bottom painting the bellows hoses and all that, you're still going to have, it's not something that a diver can go down and clean or scrape. They're not scraping those bellows hoses. Uh, so the boat be coming out of the water at least once a year or at a hundred hours to have the drives pulled, have the alignment checked. Um, that's probably when the bottom paint's going to get redone and all that, at least with a straight shaft or a V drive, you've got less maintenance on that end. You've got, you've got rudder packings, you've got, uh, shaft seals, which again, if the boat's got like tides, marine shaft seals, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Cause those are, that's mm-hmm. a pretty stout product. The big thing would be then rudder packings, um, which if it was a boat, if they didn't have any idea when they were last done, I dropped the rudders and, and putting wax packings in there is, is pretty easy. There's not, not too much to that. Um, yeah. so that that's, so he's going to be looking at split controls two shift two throttle. Um, uh, unless he decides if he finds something, which probably in his price range he won't. But if it was outboard powered, uh, well, hold on. What, what's his uh, what, what's your price range, Jerry? Let's get that out there and make it official. Well, you know, I, it depends. I mean, if he gets what he wants for this last load of moonshine, he'll be living large. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's hoping to that's barter. True. If the yeah, feds grab it, he's dead in the water. It, it, I, I, well, I literally I was. Yeah. I was actually looking at boats in the seventy thousand range last night. So okay, yeah. okay. So well, I mean, yeah. they're I, I'm flexible with with things. I don't. I, you know me, Greg. I like older stuff. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want. I don't. Explains why you hang around with Greg. Nineteen sixty model, whatever. I want something that that I can. I can it's not got all high tech. It's not, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know me because I, I, yeah. I'm not high tech. I hate it. I despise it. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you, you know, put me, put me, put me what I need on there, depth, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. When you I say high, that technology, yeah. when you say high tech, you, you, you definitely don't want to be so low tech that you're dealing with like a Loran C plotter, right? No, God. Yeah. Okay. Look, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I can deal with, I can yeah. deal with some stuff, but, you know, I put me on a carburetor. I'm fine. Put me on. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter about that. Yeah. But I'm not. I don't want yeah. some 2015 model boat that I'm going to spend four hundred thousand dollars on and freaking hate it. Mike, what say you? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I I agree with him. I mean, with like the the boat I have is uh, 17 years old. Now I have a. A, a nice new touchscreen Raymarine that from a navigation standpoint, it's high tech. Everything else on this boat is toggle switches mm-hmm. and uh, my engines aren't even uh, electronically controlled. They're the, uh, the, the last of the Cummins six PTA series. Yeah. Old school. Jerry's getting excited. He wants to buy your new boat. Toggle switches. Yeah. You know, how easy it is controls, to, to, cable controls. Yeah. Do you know how easy it is to switch out a toggle switch instead of going on the circuit board and redoing a bunch of stuff just for because one button went out? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You call your mechanic. Well, have here, them, here's uh, the problem fix it with some you. of the newer. Yeah. yeah. Here's some of here, here's a problem with some of the newer boats that 
um, I have friends with, you know, some newer sun dancers and, and, uh, they, they have, instead of toggle switches, they have the uh, touch pads, you know, that, you know, you just touch it and it turns on yeah. lights and things like that. Well, mm-hmm. when those go bad, they don't make them anymore. You can't find them anywhere. Mm. You, you, I mean, it's, you, it's, you replace uh, the whole thing. If you have to do something like that. Yeah. It's what do you think? If you can find it. Yeah, Patrick, find it, yeah. Are, are, yeah. is this all making sense? You think? Well, no, because what are you referring to as far as touchscreens? Might you talk, talking about like I'm not talking? To, I'm not talking about the touchscreen. I'm talking about the the control pads for boat functions like uh, trim tabs, lights, uh, all that. You know, whereas mine's a row of toggle switches on some of the newer boats. And I, when I'm saying newer boats, you know, 2007, eight, nine, and newer, they they made these they. they Took the toggle switches away and put a touch screen, or not a screen, yeah. but a touch pad, like a mi- so like a, a mini iPad a controller. Yeah, I just asked because we we had uh, never not, did. Not, not an iPad. Well, no. yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't think Regal did it, but some of the other manufacturers yeah. did. And when they fail, you know, they made them for that production run, and that's it. You can't find them anywhere. Mm. Um, you know, if they fail, you literally cannot buy a replacement. Well, yeah, we're so. we're just now moving in. We're experimenting with digital switching. So, and mm. still, but yet still having as a backup redundant switches, which to me just is like, come on. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, everybody wants that clean console look mm. with just the screen and nothing else. Yeah. Well, I, I got to say, Mike, uh, you just got this new vessel. I mean, you can see it on YouTube, you know, Facebook, the whole thing uh, on our closed uh, caption video, as well as Jerry, the diver guy. And you paid how much for that? Can you say about uh, ballpark? Ooh, 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 what did I pay for my boat? Yeah. Yeah. Can you I say, I don't really want to say what you I don't want to say. Well, <laughs> well, ramp it up a, a bit because I'm figuring, you know, Jerry might buy it from you. You can take it's a quick a profit. More, it's, a, it's North. It's North of where he's talking, but oh, okay. not, not that far. So, north. All right, we, we we can try to work a deal here. I figure you just uh, tack on another fifty grand and you're sold. Everyone has their price, right? You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Jerry the Diver Guy even joining us. And by the way, he just got his second COVID shot. I did uh, this week as well. So we're going to be cleared for entrance into the Bahamas because they just made an announcement this week as well that they're going to start allowing people to travel to the Bahamas uh, instead of having to get a test. You just have to show proof that you've been vaccinated and uh, that will... uh, you know, that'll get you entrance to the island. Got my once white again. card and ready to go. Great. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it'll get a, get us back in the U.S. yet, but hopefully that's coming <laughs> coming soon. So at least we can get to the Bahamas. Well, we can always go to Mexico and cross over the border. Well, I guess we could we could consider that option, but uh, I'm it's hoping easier to get in that way than driving into Georgia. <laughs> yeah, possibly, very very possible. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. My, I don't think Mike's willing to sell his boat. Despite the deal that I was willing to try to, you know, uh, broker for you, Mike. So something comparable, you know, if, if, you know, if Jerry's willing to blow, you know, anywhere from say 30 to 50 grand, he's in the ballpark, I think, of getting something the size 
well, uh, that he let, that he desires. That, Greg, I was in the ballpark for a while. Yeah, trying to find a boat in Florida right now. There, it's it's extremely hard because the prices are going up. Yeah, don't I mean, don't look at don't look in Florida. I I, I actually went to Louisiana. No, nope, don't yeah. look in Louisiana. So nope. where should he look then, Patrick? Yeah. Great, great East lakes. Street. Great well, lakes. There was, there was hmm. one in Ohio on the, on the lakes, and I did look at it also. Yep, great, great lakes because one, you're going to find a boat that let's say it's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. It's really about, and, and yes, it, it, chronologically, yes, it's 20 years old. But because their boating season is so short, yeah, it's really probably only got about. Yeah, it's got 20 seasons on it of about four to five months each. Okay, so get it now before they mm-hmm. put it back in the water, and it's all set to go to travel down to Florida, where which is where he wants to end up. That's what you're saying? The, the, mm-hmm. Okay, makes That's sense. exactly where I want to I would agree. I, I would agree with that. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. we got a plan. we just got to find a boat for Jerry the Diver okay. Guy. And, and I, Jerry, don't, don't discount looking on the uh, northern side of the border. Well, I was on a Canadian side, mm-hmm. but seemed like their prices were higher than what was on the U.S. side. Well, and everything's closed down up there still right now, so we'll have to see. All right, more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. We're going to hop on a boat, and we're going to get out on the ocean. I mean, that's the only place we can be sure there's no radioactive schniz. Feels right. It's our only move. Does anyone know how to drive a boat? Don't let me mix you up a redneck margarita. You know the one just straight tequila. Good Lord, all aboard. Come on, jump on the booze cruise. This is... The world of boating. I, I have no question that if Jerry the Diver Guy gets the boat of his dreams and starts living on it down in South Florida, uh, there will be a constant um, week after week after week will be uh, many, many booze cruises. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I don't know if booze is the right word. Uh, moonshine, spring water is the, I don't know, the, the coded term we like to use. Uh, he, he lives in the mountains of Virginia, if you haven't picked that up already. Uh, By the anyway, way, I, yeah. I just want to point out that mm-hmm. um, Jerry the Diver Guy is actually not with us today. That's actually Barry the Boater's Zoom filter. What? That is freaky. That is freaky good. Oh, God. I hate you, Patrick. <laughs> Barry, Jerry. It's it's very close. It's oh. it's easy to confuse the two just in real life. Oh, you know? God, help me. Oh, Oh, Barry, God. you do an excellent Jerry. Oh, boy. <laughs> By the way, Jerry, when you were talking about, did you convert Canadian to U.S.? Actually, actually, when I when I went on the site, it didn't dawn on me that it was a Canadian site. And then when I got to looking at things, I was like, uh, I'm on a Canadian site. Yeah, because 70,000 so, Canadian is like 56,000 U.S. Yeah. Well, mm. I switched. I switched over. And was comparing models, you know, and and it was more expensive. I switched the currency over, but it was there. The boats up there were more expensive than what what they were down here selling for. Okay, okay. yeah, 
I was just gonna say can it, the conversion rate now is one Canadian is about yeah. eighty cents U.S. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it, you know, the Great Lakes just because one, it's a fresh, it's it's largely fresh water. Boating seasons yeah. are short. You're gonna find a boat that's probably been very well maintained with low hours, having done uh, yacht deliveries up in uh, you know Burnham Harbor, Makatawa Bay, uh, out of New Buffalo. Um, most of those people that, you know, when they, when they, when they bring their boats into the Marina, which is something that was really, really, I had to actually ask the dock master, why do they bring all these, these large boats, these, these main ships and stuff like that in bow first, because I was, I was always taught stern in, you know, it's like, cause they hang out on the stern of the boat and they want to face out into the Marina. You know, mm. so I I just thought they were lazy and didn't know how to how to dock their boats. It's just a but, Canadian um, thing. That's how they no, like no. to socialize. No, because no, that was on the U.S. side of the border, actually, oh. Greg. Oh, it was uh, okay. Yeah, so thank you for uh, <clears throat> disparaging our. You know, not disparaging listeners. anyway. I just <laughs> like uh, everybody has different cultures, and that's fine if they yeah, want to do no, it that it, way. It's just it's just so. I mean, what I was getting at is they tended to spend more time with them, you know, in the slips than actually out running out on Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Or Lake Erie, where I was. So, I mean, right. there are people, of course, they go out and run their boats, but do a lot more socializing in the marina. So, again, you, you have a good chance of finding something that's low hours. And as boats start to get put back in the water, actually, it's already started because uh, people are, you know, they, I know there are dealers up in that area. Boats have been going in for about the last month or so, dewinterizing and getting put in the water, that you're going to have people that are going to start to look at they want something newer or brand new, and they've got to unload the one that they're at. So there's always a pipeline there as boat sales, new boat sales have increased, especially in yachts and stuff like that. There are those owners that they're sitting on something that they've got to get moved as well. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, uh, Jerry, that uh, boat ownership has its privileges, of course, and freedom and that kind of thing. But it also has its responsibilities, which explains why Mike the Mariner has dropped off to perform boat maintenance on his new vessel right now <laughs> yeah and i did i didn't notice when he pointed down at his helm he's missing a rubber booty on one of his key switches well see you gotta, there, there, you gotta fix it sometime to find there's it. 20 there's 25 bucks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but you're he's willing to take on that responsibility you've you've sold yourself on the idea that you're you are, are going to do this one way or another you just got to find the right boat right well Greg, you know me for you. You've known me for several years, and mm-hmm. and and at the time, at look at the time I spend in Florida, right? And how much I love it down there, and and I love the whole lifestyle of it, and you know, being able to have that freedom to say, you know what, let's let's run to the Keys or let's run to the Bahamas or whatever, and being able to have that freedom and to be able to do that, yeah, I mean, I, I've thought. For the last couple of years, I mean, I've looked at the whole situation. I've I've done studies on it. I've looked at it, what I want, what I'm wanting to do, and yeah, I'm completely sold on it. Okay, yeah, you, well, you've actually conducted studies on this, well, Jerry yeah, the Diary. Well, I I have read studies. Oh, okay. I was going <laughs> to say, I, you know me, I'm not going to do a study. The hell with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jerry is a very accomplished individual. Don't let the accent fool you. This is, uh, you know, uh, IQ-wise, I think uh, he's right up there in genius category. Right, I, I, Jerry? Don't, I won't go that far. Well, I, you know, <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I've known well, I, I, it's my I know his, I know his, um, his ability to throw his voice is excellent because his mouth has not moved 
for about the last five minutes. Well, my whole head's not moved for right. the last couple minutes. So. I mean, all you got to do is just uh, I mean, look at the company he keeps, like uh, me and uh, you're not okay. Well, them. yeah, I guess. Well, you got to look, Greg. I ran a I've, I've ran a scuba diver business for twenty some years in the mountains. So and yeah, where there's no water. Yeah. I mean, how how does that happen? Yeah, no, there's water. It's just running down really quickly down the tip of the mountain. And, uh, you know, it kind of creates challenging dive conditions. But uh, he's found a way. um, Yeah. So, Barry. Oh, I mean, I'm Jerry. Sorry. Didn't didn't want to throw the bit. Um, So, you've made the decision that this is what you're going to do. So, now, other than finding the boat of your dreams, if you will, now you have to look at where you want to keep it. And one thing that, you know, we had talked about on a previous show was kind of a safe harborage, if you will, because the further south you go, the more more prone you may be. Well, not only that, but the more prone you may be to disruptive weather. So uh, the only thing that I would suggest is now I'm going to assume that you're, you're planning on keeping it in a marina, correct? Uh, well, I don't know if you call it a marina, but uh, there is like like around where Captain Walt lives. I mean, there's there's dockage around those in the canals. Well, you're talking about stock. okay, so you're so, in a slip and and, okay. and be there. So here's something because you, you seem to be. I haven't had a lot of interaction with you, but you seem to be a type of person that thinks things through. Uh, despite the fact that you're planning on buying a boat, you still think it's a good idea. Um, what? what? <laughs> Anything I do is never a good idea. Is that so, a, <laughs> that's a backwards uh, compliment or something like that, or backwoods compliment. Uh, look, maybe? Look, 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 knowledgeable no knowledgeable boaters know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, so um, here's something to think about. You need to have a hurricane plan. So, Wherever you decide that you're going to berth your boat, that you have a standing order with the marina that, look, when when we get notice, it's it's because there's going to become a time when the hurricane gets so close that they we're not hauling anything else out because we got to shut our business down and get ready. So we're done taking boats out of the water. So within so many days of notice that my boat's getting hauled out. It's getting put in the yard. It's getting blocked. It's getting strapped down. Or if it's going to stay in the water, that you've got a slip that you can double, triple up on your lines yeah. uh, to make sure that you've done everything you can to ensure that it can ride out the storm. Or you you move inland, so maybe you have a standing agreement with a friend or another marina where you can get your boat further in and out of harm's way with the extreme tidal conditions that are, because that usually tends to, the wind, you know, that's one thing. And I've, I've had, you know, when we had some hurricanes come through Central Florida, I had some boats up, actually not too far from where Mike's got his boat, and I had to go up and double up on the lines and, you know, get the boat centered up in the slip, away from the seawall, away from the pilings. It takes a little bit of doing, but, you know, and then going up and then monitoring right after the, the storm and make sure everything's okay. So that's just something to think about, to have a plan, because if you go into it without a plan and, you know, hurricane season is is almost as long as a calendar year, uh, you could find yourself just at the mercy of wherever it is that you're at. And, yeah, you're down to doubling up or tripling up your lines and hoping for the best. 
Uh, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, I've not, no, that's the one, one thing that I, I do not have the experience in and, and, but I'm willing to learn. And, and, you know, I've got several people down there, several friends that, that, that have weathered the storms out and, and done exactly what you said. And they barter with uh, Jerry, the diver guy uh, for moonshine. So, you know, he kind of has a built-in system already to work with. We're coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast welcome aboard i will be your captain you'll be my scallywags i don't know what that means but you will be them and here's how we play thank you for your attention and welcome aboard let's go this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Jerry, the diver guy, joining us on the World of Boating today. We're trying to help him uh, get the proper fit as a uh, person who wants to be a potential boater and get getting the proper boat of his dreams. I think we're making some progress, uh, well, or at least narrowing it down for him and giving him some things to consider, and, and, and maybe someone actually listening right now might following the same float plan as uh jerry the diver guy it's, it's anybody's guess well we're we're kind of past we 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 think we've got jerry turned towards at least power wise um 
what he is looking for. Diesel, straight shaft or V-drive. Uh, and then what we were talking about was was Harbridge or, or you know, uh, marina facilities, especially mm-hmm. in the event of southeast Florida, uh, hurricane season. Right. So we're discussing a little bit with that. Uh, you know, better to leave the boat in the water or, you know, get it hauled out, have a standing order with the marina that, look, yeah, hurricane's five days out. You're hauling my boat. You know, it's getting strapped down in the yard. I've got everything secured, you know, all loose items, things like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm heading inland for a hotel type of thing. The challenge is you, you never know if it's the right decision till after the storm has passed. Uh, and the ones that I've secured boats for here in central Florida, which we've gotten walloped pretty good in the past. Um, I've had to go into the, uh, actually, uh, it'd be hidden Harbor Marina. Um, just a little north of where Mike is and, you know, take care of a couple 46s that we had up there and get them centered up in the slip. So uh, away from the seawall, away from the pilings, um, spring lines, fore and aft, bow lines, um, stern lines, of course, crossed and then, you know, pulled forward, pulled aft. I'm talking, I had, I had that boat tied nine ways to Sunday and then Mm -hmm. doubled the lines on top of that. But so that this, no matter how much wind or water movement, it would be in the center of that slip. The cha- the thing is with being inland is you're not prone to tide drop or anything like that. And last year, the year before, when we had that one that came through Marco, which is where my dad lives on the water, as the storm approached, as the hurricane approached, it sucked all the water out. And boats that had been tied two docks were hanging by their cleats hmm. i mean it, it pulled all the, it it pulled all the water at not all the water pulled out most of the water to where these boats were hanging so that's something else that you have to think about that depending on the direction of the storm and how it approaches and where the 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 marina is is that something that's ever happened could it happen certainly it, it's always possible uh, as it happened down in marco and if i've got my boat secured you know, spring lines, fore, aft, bow lines. And I'm actually, when I did the ones up in uh, Sanford, the boats that were to the port and starboard side, we had actually tied off mutually those boats as well to help kind of keep everything in a floating chain, if you will. Uh, well, we had hail a couple of weeks ago right here in yeah, Central Florida. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but- the thing is, you got to have a plan. Uh, you can only plan so much, but I, I think maybe where you're getting... Uh, to patrick is that uh jerry needs to obviously create a hurricane plan you know how he's going to tie up his boat for all that kind of thing for foul weather on its way however you better make sure you have boating insurance too and don't you can't get it uh, in hurricane season so you got to do it outside of season make sure you're prepared for the season coming up at least for insurance uh reasons case something happens because yeah that hail we got in uh central florida a couple weeks ago uh they were reporting up to a inch and a half uh yeah, real, size really hit, hail really hit up where you're at more yeah. so than where i'm at but um yeah but it'll like, it'll put a hole in your boat <laughs> no no couldn't no, it no well yeah, the fiberglass boat, it could for sure. No, no, no. You don't no. think Man, a hole think, in, you, a, in the top? Think? The boats are paper thin. I mean, there, well, there, are, there are a couple boat I mean, brands that I could mention, but I won't, Bayliner, um, uh-huh. that you might want to be aware of. Well, but, um, see? 
but no, yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, you'd probably be more prone to damage with glass or something like that. But even then the windshields are tempered glass. So mm-hmm. it would take quite a hit, uh, for it to shatter that. So, you know, um, I don't think that's ever been an issue here in central Florida, as far as boat damage, you know, windshields and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I think there's one day a year now where you can actually go and get boat insurance because they consider everything else hurricane season. Possibly. Keep that in uh, mind, and, Jerry. Yeah. And that day changes uh, every year. They just move it around to whenever they feel like it. Yeah. Um, so they don't take moonshine for payment on premiums, by the way. I've heard this. Well, so just be prepared. So, Jerry, let, let me ask you this. So with this boat, are you planning on having a uh, a dinghy, a rigid inflatable? Not me. Uh, He's talking about a small boat that you can shuttle back and forth from shore to. Uh, yeah, we don't refer to you yes. as a dinghy. <laughs> yes, eventually I, I, I am. Okay, how are you planning on towing that or transporting that dinghy? Well, I'm going to a rope to it and be yeah. done with it. What else? I mean, you know. Well, you see I it all the time. Like What's the problem, it? Patrick? Patrick, come on. Okay. So, so some things you want to consider there is, and in all seriousness, so when you look at that, when, you, when you're looking at your boat is, do uh, maybe you're looking for a boat that's got a davit system on the transom mm-hmm. or on the swim platform if it's so equipped or... Maybe they've installed the Davit system up on the foredeck. How important is the foredeck for you on a, on a boat like this? Is it a place where you plan on hanging out? Or is it like if I put a dinghy up there because I've got a, a higher bridge to see over, uh, I'm okay with that? Well, you know, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, if, if I'm going somewhere, that yeah, it would be nice to be up there. But then when I get there, how am I going to get it off? That's, that's mm-hmm. the question. Well, that's what you have great for. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to help him get it off. <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's, let's just put that out there now. Yeah, and on that Jerry- disturbing note, we're going to wrap it up. Because we're only going to dig uh, this hole deeper. Until uh, next time, remember, whether it is sail or motor, life is better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. Come back there. Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.